You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for Season 7, Episode 12 of Desperate Housewives. Tonight's host is Roxy Stryer. Joining Roxy will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Jen Rouleau, Sharon May, and Sarah Stratton. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Desperate Housewives news and gossip. We want to hear from you, too. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347 855 8269. That's 347 855 8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues Roxy Stryer. Hello. We just finished watching Where Do I Belong? Desperate Housewives episode, and we, we had a we saw a couple things to go on. See um, Gabby and Carlos the issue with leaving the baby with Grace. Um, Susan she's really sick and the whole problem with her mom. Lynette and Tom and their issues after finding out about Renee, and of course the whole Beth situation at the end where she pulls the gun out from the pillow. I think hearing all that we can see where this is going. We're gonna have a continuation of our special segment from last time and talk about lies. I know that Phil has a lot he has to say on that. He he was very convincing, and that's what we should talk about. So I'm excited to hear it. Well, it was uh, last week, for those of you who listened, it was just Sarah and I, and uh, it was heavily debated. So And it was an ongoing thing throughout our discussion of that episode, and I just feel like we left it unfinished. Yeah. Um, while the quality of our show is excellent, uh, we didn't have the opinions to sort of really you didn't g- have the give, geniuses us, here. give right. a strong vote. In my opinion, I, we w- need I swing won the votes. battle, and he just wants more people to voice his side. This is not he a won. battle. This is this is a team. We work together. I don't know. We it's discuss. an educated discussion. <laughs> educated, educated discussion. Perfect. Uh, it's a fight, pretty much, let's be honest. Uh, it's a free-for-all. We're <laughs> I mean, all crazy. I mean, it's a fight. Phil's lucky he has that glass barrier between yeah, us right, right now. Right now. Anyway, though, we, we will get to that later on. I want to start by talking about Gabby and Carlos and how sad this whole, and, and bizarre, this whole doll grace-leaving situation is. Does anybody kind of just get the creeps from the doll lady? I get the total creeps from the doll lady. I think it's so bizarre. I mean, I understand that Gabby's in this horrible position. Mm -hmm. Carlos has told her, you cannot talk about this. It's over. You know, destroyed all the pictures, destroyed all the evidence. And so she's putting all of her emotions into this doll. But that lady at the doll store is a level 10 creeper. Yeah, oh, oh definitely. I actually disagree. Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. I met that woman, I'd be like, Ooh. I would be running <laughs> Stay the away. Way. No, but, like, if you listen to her story about the crazy ladies, her doll was, like, basically, what I got from it was, it like, was like her sister. Because she said, Yes, and that's very boy. sad, yeah. but that's not a healthy way it's to do it. It's sad, and you can talk to somebody in a mental institution about right. that. But like, Gabby's doing the oh, exact same like, thing. I think that doll's your sister. Well, like, Gabby's doing okay. the same thing. So. Okay, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I know, she is doing the same thing. And I'm I not saying Gabby's crazy always, but right now, it just gives me the creeps. Like, you can't fill a void with 
a doll. And like that toy. whole end that's scene where she put toys. it in the box and like put it up on the shelf. I thought it was weird. Are we going to see the doll again? I don't know. I feel like there's like some voodoo stuff going on with the doll. The doll is totally it creeping totally me out. Feel that it way. feels really weird. Yeah. I, I honestly feel like they found the doll before they cast Grace as the kid because like they look they identical. Identical. It reminded me of like American Girl dolls when you could order ones That's that looked I just wrote, like yeah, you. The lookalike ones that yep. were like mm-hmm. Little Me or Mini Me. I had one of me those. Me too. And I had like a really short weird haircut, and she had a really short weird haircut, <laughs> and I was like, "Ew, this doll's ugly." And my mom was like. It's your lookalike doll. Like, oh, oh, awkward. Okay. Well, I've always been creeped out by dolls, like, to the extreme. Like, couldn't sleep in rooms with them. Like, they creep me out. But I'm sorry. I do understand. Like, she has no other outlet. Gabby needs somewhere to put some sort of emotion. Yeah, it's a little weird, but I understand mm-hmm. it. I feel bad. She's lost her daughter. Okay, she's putting her into a doll. At least she's not doing something that, worse. That I, I, I think, don't think it's healthy. It's, it's yeah, just not, not healthy. It's not healthy. But I'm sorry. What is the healthy way to handle this Get then? a therapist. Or yoga. But she's oh, not no, really I think you guys are, I think you guys are playing this off way too like like it's easy. Honestly, I feel so bad for her because Carlos couldn't be less supportive. He says it's very difficult and painful and that's why that's why we don't talk about it. I'm sorry, but last time something was really painful for me and somebody told me not to talk about it like I was like like that I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a specific situation. <laughs> I'm just saying like somebody said that to me I'd be like screw you, like I'm in pain. Help me. Like, yes. Right, but like she's I reaching out like... to people and she can't. Nobody's letting her talk. Right, but that's why I feel like she should get a therapist. Oh yeah, De- definitely. But I don't get think a therapist. Carlos but... would let her. But I don't Carlos, think he would let her. I mean, okay, he's been so not understanding. I don't get how he's just so chill about the whole situation. Some people deal by sweeping underneath yeah. the rug. It's true. Yeah, I but mean, you can't make other people absolutely do that. not. Like that's not fair. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody has their own way with dealing with it, and she's respect. She's respecting his, and he's not respecting hers, which is why I feel like she's turning to this. This doll, doll lady. This this doll lady. But you know what? If if I was Gabby and I went to talk to this doll lady, I would see like I would snap back into it kinda. Like she was like, Oh no. I know what you mean. I thought oh, she I was understand. gonna snap into it. I thought Gabby she... was gonna be like, Okay, freak, I don't want to turn into you. But she But instead Gabby was like, me. Yeah. Yes, doll. Yes, I sir. feel you doll. Please, sell me more dolls. And I then, need them. And then going into the life story of the doll, yeah. I mean. I was weirded out. Oh, see, I, where is this story. going? It's not, though. That um, is, like, her therapy. Like, it sounds weird, but saying it out loud is a therapy. It sounds obsessive. Like, I, I, I just feel like she's at least talking to something. She's at least expressing something. So she is she going to continue something. to go back to this doll lady? Maybe they all have tea or something. That's how I feel like. I feel like she's going to start living in this, like, crazy fantasy world with, like, all these little dollies who oh are... Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't think it's good. You know, here's here's my solution. That... Okay. Oh, all right. So she's got, she's got very, very close friends. Now, you'll uh, in prior episodes, her and Renee got very close. Just, I would say her and Renee should just have a night out, drink... You know, and just there you go, let loose. And, and Renee let out a huge secret when she was last time drunk. You know, let it all out, Gabby. I mean, that's the thing, though. Is like this just seems so out of character for Gabby. I mean, usually she goes shopping to deal with stuff. You know what I mean? And now she's like, I don't know. It just seems because Gabby is always so she's abrasive. She's yeah. in your face. And this whole doll lady, she's like creepy and soft. I'm like, and yeah, very eerie. Yeah. It just doesn't seem right. Like it doesn't like. I know that it's how she's dealing with it, but 
it doesn't seem like it's moving her forward. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's keeping her in this horrible, sad place. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, I think that Eva Longoria is doing an unbelievable job. I do herself. too. She's really, she really impressed me mm-hmm. because we see her, like you're saying, a lot of times she goes and shops, she deals with it, she laughs things off. Maybe she'll have a storyline for an episode that's kind of dramatic, but not for a long time. And I don't know, I really feel like we've seen a different side of her, of her as an actress and of her character. I agree. And I don't know, I'm, I'm very impressed. Very impressed with her. And and I just, the fact that I feel bad for her, and I never really feel bad for Gabby, you know, perfect little life, whatever. I think that's good. Doing a good job with it. Yeah. And I think maybe one of the reasons I do, I guess... In a way, pity this whole doll thing and don't find it as creepy as all of you it's see. Because you have a doll under your bed. Yeah. Do you want to tell us something right now, Sarah? <laughs> no. Is there a doll in the room? It's that I feel like it's real. And I don't know. This okay, is do probably you think taking the doll is real, Sarah. Because if that's the situation, no, then... I don't think the doll talks or anything. But this is um, kind of maybe going a little. Uh, <laughs> Roxy, don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> Keep going, okay. I understand it. I have a scientific answer, though. Oh, great, great. I know that in children's therapies, when children have lost, like, when people pass away, they do give them stuffed animals and things and make them write, give them letters to write to the person who's passed on. And it is a way of therapy. So, it is realistic and could happen, and I feel okay I was watching an episode of Friends last night, Mm -hmm. and Phoebe, when she loses her mom... A cat comes in. Yeah, the cat. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. this it's is my, my mom. mom. Yeah. And it reminded me of that because um, it's a pretty similar situation. But even when I saw that, I was like, you can't just lose somebody and pretend they're still there. Like, for a certain amount of time, you're coping, whatever. But after that, it's it's not healthy. Right. You know, like, and the reason they do that in children's therapy is because children can't understand. Right. They can't understand death. They don't understand they that somebody. They can't grasp it. They can't grasp it. It's too big of a concept. Gabby... I mean, it's a difficult situation because her daughter basically is dead. Now, she may not ever see this girl again, but she's still alive. You know, how do you deal with that? But I don't think it's through a doll at a creepy doll maker store. I think it's more of just the feeling like but I get where they're still from. there. Like, it's still it's in comforting. her. It's well, comforting. It is comforting, but is, is that what she needs to be comforted? Like, Or does she need to step to back into on. reality and deal with her beautiful daughters that she does have and her husband? And Yeah. I don't know. You know. Now, speaking of uh, dealing with reality, though, the Susan situation here. Mm. Uh, you know what? I, 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 at first, I see the mom. The mom's like, oh, nope, can't give you my kidney. And I'm like, mm, something's fishy. Something's weird. Something's, something's going on. Yeah. We immediately turn to each other and we're like, cancer. Yeah, I totally <laughs> knew it, right? And, I, and that bummed me out because I was like, think of something a little more clever. Yeah. Like something. You know, like, she has... I, I don't know, like, she gave her kidney to a lover a long time ago. Yeah, Something dramatic. Good. I don't know. I was like, oh, okay, I know where this is going. Yep, that's exactly where it went. Up, oh, okay. I could have just told you what happened before watching the show. Yeah. But you have something different? You feel, oh, well, no, I was just going to say No, I agree that it was far too predictable. But I thought they showed, put a little twist in with, Susan not revealing to her mom that she yeah. knew it. Yeah, like, that was interesting. I, I wasn't expecting that, so that was a little bit of a like, 
oh yay something a little different and it was like i liked the scene i thought it was cute i thought their little exchange although it got a little old towards the end of yeah. the and and i don't need to tell you this and i don't need to tell you this yeah and i don't need to hear this please move on i know i was like okay if me and my mom were talking like that to each other i'd be like okay one of us is not telling the truth yeah, here what, like what's going on what's going on why are you crying and being like if the, it's like it's like when you go um like those commercials and they're like is there a friend of yours who isn't seeing a dentist not you but a friend of yours i felt like you know and it's like so obvious that it's yeah. not even funny it's like yeah i know i was just I like what exactly like mean. i have this friend yeah who was a, i have like, this friend who's dating this man and the man is abusive but it's my friend yeah but it's like hmm, what do i tell I her yeah <laughs> you know i was like okay really this is silly no, no, no. It was totally cheesed out. It was sappy. Sa- yeah. Sappy, definitely. Uh, I thought it was a decent story. And I think it, the weirdest part, I wasn't here last week, so just to touch on it really quick. It was so sad when Susan was, like, talking to MJ. And he was like, Mom, are you going to be okay? Whatever. And she goes to take him to get ice cream because she turns to the nurse and she's like, he's scared. And I have he needs to do this. this. I have yeah. to do this. And then she collapses and has a seizure or something on the ground yeah i was like oh oh my god first of all as an actress how awkward and uncomfortable she must be feeling dear lord second of all poor mj freaking out and then this episode they didn't discuss that that's what i was gonna say like is this whole kidney thing gonna get brushed under the rug like it seems to kind of be fizzling out like it's three to five years there's not that much longer of desperate housewives like what is gonna happen well, I know, and, like, if you have a, like, my dad's a kidney surgeon, and, like, if you just had this operation and one of your kidneys is deformed, you're not, like, drinking wine with yeah. your girlfriends the next night. Like, okay, you are at home sleeping or you're still in the hospital. Like well, One day she can't walk, and the next day she's pounding things. Like, like she's, she's like, like uh, back with the girls eating mm-hmm. some cheese puffs and drinking wine. Like, no. <laughs> that's not she how does, it works. She does. I can't go out to dinner. I have a very strict diet. Of cheese puffs of and wine. cheese puffs and wine. <laughs> My doctor told me strictly cheese I can puffs. only eat Breeze catering. <laughs> Seriously, that was so funny. But So, I don't know. Is it going to get brushed under the rug now? Like I hate when they do things like that. And they do it a lot. All the time. All the time. And then maybe they'll bring it up a year later. Yeah, like, oh, one rem- episode about remember it, when like... Susan's kidney was deformed? And... Oh, now it's back. Yeah. It's, it's collapsing. Well, <laughs> what do you guys think, though? If you, if your mom... This is such a weird personal question, but I was thinking about this. If your mom had this situation going on, she had deformed kidney, and the other one was taken out, do you give up your kid? Like, that's scary, you know, what some, if something happens to you. I don't think it was so obvious, like, Mom, give me my kidney, your kidney, or Daughter, give me your kidney, you know? She made it seem, like, expected, kind of. I mean, I would, but I'm also, like, huge fan of organ donation. Like, I think... It's, like, the best thing you can do, but that's because I grew up with a kidney surgeon for a dad. So, like, I've seen, you know, people's lives be saved Mm -hmm. by, you know, and I think it's such a great gift. And I think that you should always know, like, you know, what matches you have within your own family just in case. But, I mean, I think that in normal situations, yeah, maybe it wouldn't be taken for granted. And maybe Susan was being a little presumptuous just assuming her mom would give her kidney. That's what I'm saying. It's not that I wouldn't because I... Hands down, I would. Yeah. I would. But not everybody would, and it's not completely wrong if you wouldn't. Yeah, a lot of people wanted that she, that her mother wouldn't even get the blood yeah. test. Yeah, yeah. 
you know? Yeah. Where, whereas Julie was going through hoops trying to figure out if she was a match. Even though Susan was like, I'm not going to take mm-hmm. Julie's kidney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my thought on, thought on it was, well... Personally, like, I would give my mom a kidney any minute, like, if she ever needed one. Here, but, mom. Here's a kidney. Happy Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case you need an extra. <laughs> I marked this one Keep for it you. Keep a jar in the corner, you know. No, but I think there is, like, and maybe it sounds weird, but, like, your mom, I feel like you would expect to give, like, give you a kidney more than you would expect, like, your kid. Yeah. To, like, give you one. Does that make sense? Because she because, gave life to you. Yeah. And, like, there's... They're there for you. Like, you would think, I don't know, something in my head makes that seem much more like, I understand why it she makes more kind of sense. expected it. Like, it's her mom. Her mom's supposed to love her unconditionally and, like, and care and nurture just for her. Only be yeah. worried, like, you know, mm-hmm. about her kid. Like, you birthed this person. How are you just going to be like, oh, mm, like, I mean, I might have held you for nine months, but that's all I'm going to do, you know? I don't know. Haven't they watched Steel Magnolias? Hello. <laughs> and another thing, another thing is, like, she is obviously older and close to dying. Okay, spit it out. We know what you're gonna say. <laughs> you know, you really only need one. Like, today. you're not gonna take it from the nine year olds because they've got a whole life. But yeah. I mean, oh, and MJ's kidding. She's like, Mom, he's nine. That was such a funny line. I thought that that was really great. That was, cool. no, that, that was funny. And you, you know what else was funny in their, their little scene, or I guess their, the whole plot line? Who, who here has an alcoholic aunt? Everybody has an alcoholic aunt, yes. you know? Like, everybody has a crazy like alcoholic, alcoholic aunt. Or grandma or mother or something or like brother. <laughs> or, or, or brother. Or close family member. Okay, like, really, I'm talking... My friend. Yeah. <laughs> talking about myself here. Wink, no. wink, wink. Anyway, like, I thought that was really funny that Aunt Claire came along for the ride here, and I was like, okay. And then, on more serious terms, that she sat down and was like, listen, your mom needs this. Your mom yeah. needs you to not know. And I, and I sat there, and at first I was like, okay, it's all well and good, fine. She shouldn't tell her, but she knows. And then I thought more about it, and I was like, ah, it just doesn't sit well with me. It doesn't sit well with me. If that was my mom, I, I would know it wouldn't go away because I wasn't going to see her for three months. Yeah. And she'd be in the hospital. I wouldn't talk to her because she's, quote, unquote, on a cruise. Like, I definitely think Susan's got to say something at some point. Yeah, I think so, too, but I think they're going to brush under the rug. Don't you think? It seemed, like, totally finalized when the mom left. Like, we're, like that was a, you know, a walk-on role. She didn't get, like, a series regular. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I think know, we're going to see her speak. again. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean, but I, I don't know. I could definitely see in a few episodes her coming back. Yeah, maybe Susan coming back up. Like, something of the sort. Well, I like the fact that she knows, but I, I don't know. I feel like... It's her mom's... I understand where her mom was coming from, though. Like, she actually wanted to do something for her daughter. I personally think she should have, like, told her, because it is your life. Yeah. But, and like... Would be li- I thought she li- was going to tell her at the end of the scene. I did, too. Right. Mm-hmm. I wanted her to tell her. I did, too. Like, what? what what's the point of secrets and lies? Mm-hmm. If she just told <laughs> we'll t- her, talk then about them she'd later. be in on her health issues. Okay, I'll, I'll okay, save break mine. it up, I'll save mine. Break it up, break it up, break it up. Uh, moving on before we get into some serious Fine. fights over here. Yeah, it's about to get serious. Uh, oy vey, the Lynette and Tom and Renee situation. Ugh. Okay. Renee, is she in the right or is she in the wrong for telling Tom what Lynette was doing, putting peanut butter on the stairs, uh, tearing his pants, 
putting porn in his PowerPoint. Which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> I thought that was Very so funny. clever. Great. Ingenious. I thought that was so great. You know, I, you know, to make it personal, my boyfriend and I, we got in this biggest fight of our relationship, like, I don't know, month, six weeks ago. And I was kind of the same way because at some point you have to make a decision within yourself, like, okay, is this going to end the relationship or not? And once you make the decision to not, 100%. you know, I was like, okay, so I've made the decision. It's not going to end the relationship, but I still want revenge. You know what I mean? So, like, yep, I did yep, little, yep, 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 yep. I did little things like that. You know what it. I mean? <laughs> I def- he definitely wasn't going to sleep in the bed, you know, yeah. for a while. Even though, like, I knew that I was going to get over eventually. You like, needed to move on in yourself, inside yeah, yourself. But I wasn't going to let him know that I was moving on. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Right we have to do these things. Mm-hmm. You know but, what? but porn in his presentation. Oh, I, mean, that's I think costly. it's no. I think that's it's, costly of his job. That could lose money for the family. Oh, that could my bring God. down. I thought it was hysterical. That could bring down the whole family. I, I Whatever. Felt. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, though, she got him that job in the first place. That's so. Right. That and now cool. he's doing a damn good job at it. And why screw that Whatever. up? Whatever. Oh, if Lynette God. went back to work, she would make more money than him anyway. Exactly. She's, She's got genius. the brains. Yeah, no boy. response to boy. that one, Phil. No <laughs> response to that one. Hey, but okay, back to the question, though. Do we think that was right or wrong of Renee to tell Tom? Wrong. Totally in the wrong. She's already in trouble. You don't go keep messing up on the same person who has now forgiven you. Renee just can't keep her nose out thing. of other people's business. Like, she, Lynette asks one thing of Renee. Don't tell Tom. This is, he did this to me. I've forgiven you. Why do you have to go open your big mouth? Like, you're in trouble. I agree. Like, be in trouble. Be nice. You know, it's, it's funny that you mentioned before, though, that there's that moment where you either decide, okay, we're done, or I'm eventually going to move past this. Yeah. However much time it takes. And I saw that moment in Lynette. In yeah, the episode. absolutely. You know, she's sitting in bed. He comes in and he's like, I hope you can move on. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting there and you see in her, she's going to move on. Yeah. And once you've made that decision, even though I understand there's a grieving process, there is a revenge process, whatever it is, I kind of decided in my life, once I've made that decision, why waste more time? Like, because it's fun and I, it feels good. I get what you're saying, but what I wrote down <laughs> when I was watching... I really wish they could have seen your face and it's on film Evil. Because it was great. <laughs> when I was watching, what I wrote down was, what would I have done? And here's what I decided that I think I do in these kinds of situations. I, I, don't, I wouldn't have told them at first. I would have acted perfect. Perfect. Hmm. Been flawless. Made an unbelievable dinner. Had great sex. Been the perfect wife. Done everything right. So that, like, in case anything goes south, he remembers me as perfect. Like, that that's just, like, my... It's so weird. It sounds so weird. You guys are all looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, you're crazy. No, I like, just love how you I just talking. love the last bit of that. The sex? The great sex. <laughs> yeah. And then... And then, <laughs> ears just and then when you tell him... Then you tell him, by the way, I know, and screw you, he's like, damn, this girl is awesome. Yeah. No, no, but that's no, kind of no, like no. I feel like he 100%. might do that if like you had made up your mind to be like I'm not forgiving you. Yeah, this is how great I was. See now ya. You lost me. If you pull the bye. Yeah. But if you're like the you rug. know okay, gonna well, be. See, my method would be like we're snuggling in bed, and I'm like, honey, is there anything you want to tell me? No. 
Oh, really? Honey, is there anything you want to tell me the next morning at breakfast? Anything been on your mind lately? Is there anything you want to talk to me about or anything you want to bitch mention? That would be me. That's me <laughs> all the way. No, like, okay, my boy from home. I was just home. We got in a big fight. We we haven't been fighting for, it reminded me of when we were 14 together, like stupid, stupid drunken fight out at a bar, like yelling at each other, whatever. I love that you were 14 in bars. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is now. Yeah, sure. Jeez. Who do you think I am? No. Anyway, it reminded me when we were younger, though, like, where we'd make public scenes, like... In I, bars. Yeah, in, in bars. My friend, who used to go to a bar when she was 14. Wink, wink. <laughs> anyway, though. And then, the next day, he was all mad, and I was, like, acting just awesome. Like, I was so cool, so calm, smiling, you know, like, maybe, maybe spent a little longer getting ready. Don't give me those. No, I, I just wanted to see what Phil's expression was. Too. I did too. Yeah. And then he was like, "There's nothing you could do." He was just like, uh, "You're perfect. I'm so sorry." I'm like, "Uh huh. Yep. You know, whatever." And it sounds obnoxious, but like, kill him with kindness. Yeah. Like, what's he gonna do? Look amazing. What's he gonna do if I'm sitting there like being awesome? I guess I just feel like I'm perfect, like, all of the time anyway, so... I guess I just feel like I'm a 10, so... Like, I shouldn't even just... I mean, I can't get any better, so... There you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now I get you. Yeah, point. now you get it. See, okay. Well, all of us, 10. All the time. Perfect. Except for Phil, maybe. Definitely a 12. That's it. You guys are right, <laughs> right on the money. Off the Richter scale. There we go. And now, I think we just solved every problem we've ever had on the show. If anybody's wondering... We all feel a little inferior. Yes. To our clearly inferior. Because he's on the God mic. Of course. I have to be. Uh, yeah. oh, when Corey's in there, he's the 12. But when Phil's in there... Oh, man. That booth uh, just does something to a man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, so... He this, hates it when we pick on him. I know, I know. It's like awkwardly smiling, like, leave me the hell alone. <laughs> Why are you guys so mean? Okay, coming back to the show. Lynette and Tom, we see at the end, Lynette goes, grabs his hand. There was a really, really cute scene. I loved it. I was emotional. Oh, my God. I thought that was the cutest scene in the entire show. Yeah. By the way, can we just, before (laughs) this scene, what sets up this scene? Tom, with him going to the bedroom. And what does he say? The most well-written speech I've ever heard. Coming from Phil, <laughs> uh, it, it's coming from the fact that you know you guys are all sort of defending Lynette in some sense or whatever. This comes from but, the fact that this is how Phil imagines his life. Yeah, these he long goes, speeches. I know you're talking about so eloquent. Something meaningless twenty years ago. It I is. Mean, it was I mean, something meaningless. I mean, so let's move life. on. We've had that wonderful life, and let's get on with it because now you're just trying to ruin it, and you're being bitchy. But that's what guys always do. They're always like, listen, are you going to get over it or not? That's what the guys always do. they pin you in a corner, and then you either have to get over it or not. And it's like, yes, I'm going to get over it, but can you give me a minute? Like, you took the time to cover this up. You took the time to sleep with my best friend. I can have a minute to put peanut butter on the stairs and watch your ass fall down the stairs. Exactly. And on that note, totally in agreement with you. And it's rude. It's really rude of Tom to not let Lynette have her moment. I agree. Especially because he Agreed. loves her. They're not, they're not a young couple who've been dating for a week or whatever. He loves her. He knows her. He knows she needs time. So what's his deal? Yeah. Back off. What's his deal, Phil? 
Death Note. Mean, What's the deal? It happened twenty years ago. But Get you think over. one little monologue in the bedroom is gonna fix it? He it lied for twenty years. Exactly. No, he didn't lie. He just didn't say anything. Same Whatever. thing. That, no. no, it's a lie of omission. This yep. is part of. This is part of. Was Phil and I as part of our debate mm-hmm. last week? That I'm sure we will. Yeah, we will get there. We will get there. I'll hold my thoughts. Me too. Now, I'm, everybody, stay Everyone on. Everyone, calm down. We will get there. I know we're all excited for this. Talk about lies and scandals. Anyway. <laughs> and omissions. Talking about we- weird things like that. The Beth Gunn situation with Bree and the whole deal. And the oh, florist. Okay. I need everybody's opinion on this. It just straight up, yes or no, is the guns, is the gun Beth's gun? Yes. She put the gun. Planted. 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 No. No. Okay. Planted, but not hers. I just got two yeses and two no's. Let's debate this. Let's argue it out. Let me hear the reasons. What's going on? I want to hear from the yes side first. Why do we think it is her gun? And why do we think she planted it there? I've been saying since day one, Beth is a creeper. And she is on Phil's side. She is a creeper. She's a total (laughs) creeper. And I don't know if the florist planted the gun or if Beth planted the gun. But, so you're saying they're in cahoots. All the youngs are in on it. All I know thing? is I don't like the youngs. I think that they're all... Wait, did the florist even come inside? Yeah. He yes. did. Remember Bree was like, oh, I'm going to go get you a tip. Oh, yeah. Wait, this and, is part of my oh, yeah. reason. I'm taking it. Who tips a florist, by That's the way? That's why I wrote down. Do you, if somebody sends you flowers, do you have to pay for I it? I never have. I felt really bad. Right. That's what I said. People tip for everything nowadays. Everything. I don't. Like, people tip... Somebody will pick a penny off the ground for you and you're like here's 10 bucks you gotta do something special for me to give you a tip Ooh, something special oh, oh that came out wrong but i kind of liked it <laughs> you really gotta get you gone and give me a tip or something okay i'm, I'm still listening to the yes though we'll get to you i swear sarah i know you're ready to go okay so why why do we think he plant she planted it why do we think she did it i mean she was there you just did. all alone you just <laughs> Yeah. She was there all alone. And she's like, oh, I'm sitting on a gun. Like, come on. But why? Why did she do it? Because she, I mean, Beth is backed into a corner at this point, right? She is in a crappy situation. She's got her crazy mom in jail. And then she's well, got crazy. Well, do you think crazy. she shot him? I, okay, I, I did think that. Okay. I used to think that. Now I don't think Beth shot him. I don't think that she did. But I think that she is panicked and i think that we're going to find out why i think that she is in a horrible situation with her with her mom and phil i mean with her mom and paul (laughs) and phil that was a freudian slip by the way i think she's panicked because for the first time in her life she was getting laid with paul and now she's not and so she doesn't know what to do that's my trashy take on the matter i'm hearing from now now apparently Oh, is it give my me turn? The, give me, my turn? Take it away. My turn? Literally, okay. Sarah's sitting here with her fists up. Yeah, like ready, ready to fight. Ready to fight. I'm, I have my She's reasons. Hook somebody. All Number right, one, it was established in the show during this episode that Paul Young's son does not like Paul Young. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, and then they revealed him. Hello, there's a tie. It's Wait, obviously how, how is that established? They said it. They said it during the show. Oh, you mean when the police. Um, I don't remember who they were said. like. No, Beth, Beth, Beth and Bree. They oh, were yeah, talking. Beth, Beth. Oh, that's what it mate. was. That's what it was. And they so they established that his son hates him. Then his son appears in the picture with a mysterious disguise after dropping off flowers when also no one was looking. In between 
when Eva Longoria. So he's trying to frame her. He is trying to frame her. I mean, he's Paul Young's son. He probably inherited some sort of mastermindy brains. He's obviously been mastermindy brains. brains. We're coining that term. (laughs) You have quite the mastermindy brain. Well, well, thank you. Thank you very much. So he could easily plan this. Like he's obviously been observing them. If he could, I because I think he shot his dad with the gun that they found. And so it just seems obvious. Like, Beth is, they're pointing her out as this lonely person. I mean, the things, the episode's titled, Where Do I Belong? How did he get behind the cushions? No, what if Beth and the son are working together Together. with their mastermind? I think I'm going with, I think I'm on the no team. But I'm not sure. I'm I'm very easily persuaded right now. That's why I'm I'm listening to both sides. I think maybe they're working together. I think not. I think I think Beth is still it's like, one of the two. oh, poor me. I'm They're either working together or not. Right. <laughs> I know that much. Gee, Where do I'm, I belong? I have a mastermindy brain. What can I say? <laughs> okay, so you think he somehow, while she wasn't looking and while he those three women were sitting there, just dropped a gun down? Well, so he assumed that he was going to get a tip? <laughs> and, and, no, he came in to put in the flowers. And he assumed that, that Beth was going to sit there? When I don't wasn't. think he assumed <laughs> that Beth was going to slip He's assuming a lot. You know what they say about that? You must have had a master mastermind brain. brain. <laughs> you know what they say about people who assume mastermind brains? <laughs> I think you like the word. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's just, I mean, so suspicious. She just, like, sat down and turned around and was Ooh. like, oh, pulled a gun out. Like, And Brie is very responsible with her guns. You know, well, she's Brie not... Goes, I, I she keep knows where she keeps her weapons. Exactly. <laughs> Brie is like the most organized woman to ever walk the planet. She knows where her guns are. Okay. So do we? We all have opinions on who actually shot him. I I the verdict's still out. I'm with the son now. You think I'm son? gonna I'm gonna be a convert. I think it might be the son. I think the son because okay. This is what I, while we were talking. I just quickly jotted this down because I'm wondering why. Why if none of the girls asked each other, did you shoot him? Did you shoot him? Like, why, why haven't we seen that? Because they're know? all happy that he was shot and they don't care. Yeah, but you would think, like, <laughs> Bree would turn to Susan and say, did you shoot him? It's a normal question. Like, it doesn't sound normal, but this group of girls, like, they all hate him. The pretty girls at the table, they that all don't so like funny. him. so <laughs> funny. One of them should say, hey, which one of you shot him? Yeah. Why aren't they even the least bit curious who had a gun on their street and killed somebody? Like, they just... True, I think it's they're a used to it. <laughs> yeah, mean, honestly, everybody... Somebody gets shot, been shot on that or street? strangled or, or kidnapped ran over. or ran over by a car. It happens, like, every other weekend in this neighborhood. And they're just like, oh, someone did it. It's okay. We all, yeah. we, we all agree with it. It's fine. Yeah. Just eat some cheese puffs and drink some wine. <laughs> or deformed Perfect. kidneys. <laughs> just as I know, my favorite moment was when they did pan over to... Who was sitting there? Um... Who was sitting there? Lynette. And she was, she had like something in her mouth. Oh, that was so, she was such like, a great moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Peanut butter. That was such a yeah, great moment. she's like, I'm going to be a mean girl and this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was funny. Great. Perfect. I know exactly. Comedic she timing of these ladies. She finally got to join the pretty girls yeah. at the lunch table. I always want, it's she, not, was, she was, I always wanted to be I a pretty mean to, girl. Yeah. It was perfect. I was like, you, you go get them. Okay, so I think, I think it's a son. You think it's a son. Phil, any thoughts on who the, I think it's the son, but uh, what's interesting, I, I said it could have been Mike um, last week because obviously we had that storyline. So right. I want to know where, where Mike is situated in all of this and where he's sort of headed. How does he, I don't get how he knows the mom. 
Like, I think she had approached him about. Oh yeah, she had she had approached him and asked him if he would do it. And he well, why said did she no. approach him specifically? She probably just knew that he was kind of a tough guy, and then you know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and because Paul was blackmailing Susan, remember? Yeah, but how'd she not? I don't at know. The this time woman... wasn't Beth still on her side in telling her information and stuff? Yeah, I mean, it could be that. I don't know. Or maybe she just knew Mike was a tough, rugged man. Who knows? A rugged man. A rugged man. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know, but uh, I, you're shooting me something in there, and I'm, I'm not exactly I sure. I think he's saying commercial time. Oh, commercial. Ooh, commercial. You want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at 347-855-8269. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You, you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the after buzz. 347-855-8269. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your best friend? Follow us on Twitter. And then she's trying to kill him, so it justifies it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig! Oh, come off. That wig! Come off, baby! No! What? Boardwalk Empire. Desperate Housewives. Glee. Gossip Girl. Breaking Bad. Mad Men. True Blood. The Walking Dead. Big Love. Jersey Shore. The Oscars. Celebrity Rehab. The Emmys. If it's hot, you can bet we'll be buzzing about it. Oh. Be sure to catch AfterBuzz TV's Big Love Edition following the season premiere on Sunday night. And coming on Wednesday, January 19th, we'll be buzzing about the new season of American Idol, only on AfterBuzz TV. Welcome back. Um, oh my goodness, I will say this right now. This is the first time I've ever heard this. That was just delightful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How great is that? We're so awesome. We yeah. sound great. It's pretty true. Uh, you know, everybody needs a little commercial break where you can hear yourself talk. I mean, the worst thing in the world is listening to your own voice, and I'm like, It's traumatizing. Oh, dear <laughs> Lord. Why do I have to be in this commercial? Anyway, moving on. Enough of my rambling. To our special segment. Oh, boy. It's going to get heated. All right. Are you ready? I'm not even going to start talking right away. I'm throwing it over to you, Phil. What's going on? All right. So last week, Sarah and I, who were the uh, the sole uh, co-host because we're such dedicated Desperate Housewives fans. <laughs> okay, you gave me crap for that. I was home. Jeez. Uh, you you could have called in. But, um, you know, we were debating about uh, is it okay to just keep a lie if it's for the greater good of the situation? Actually, or, that is not true. We were debating about whether or not it's good to keep a lie, not if it was just better for the situation, but in both, if it was bad or good. We were talking about lies in general. Don't mm-hmm. try and enforce your side a little more by narrowing it down. All right, um, so so it what? Seems I- that we've created a little rivalry here. Yeah. Do you guys want to like duke this out? I mean, step outside. No. Well, and well, the we reason the reason why we I wanted to continue it um or was to basically just end it, i.e. Give us your thoughts now that we have you guys, okay. and sort of uh, you know get the swing woke. You we do want to re- give them a little breakdown of our views, yeah. a little. Well, sure. Get, why don't, why don't you give recap. them your opinion, and I'll give them the right opinion. 
Okay. Oh we'll boy. Start. Ouch. Those are those, those are, are fighting, fighting words. words. Jay. Oh yeah. my god. It's okay. I can take it. He's just a sore loser. It's all right. It's no true. worries. Okay. So basically, my vote. I is work with a bunch of freaks. Jesus. <laughs> Me being the good, honest person that I am, feel like you should say what you've done and deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. And even if that means getting in trouble or maybe, you know, making yourself look bad, I think you should do it. Because I think in the long run, when lies do come out, because they almost always do, Mm -hmm. it hurts people 100% worse. Like, you just stab them in the heart even more, because then you've got the lie, you've got the time, and you've got the fact that they couldn't tell you. And so maybe, like, I hear the whole little things about little white lies. That just makes it a little bit easier to keep lying. And... Those are most of my points where the, I just, I feel like being lied to is hurtful and hiding it is hurtful. And in my opinion, omission is the exact same thing as lying. Okay. By I not get, telling you I lie. get it. Yes, I exactly. hear you. Let's hear the other side. Shooting it back to Ufo. I mean, you, again, for the for the Tom and Let's situation, it, it's been 20 years. Move on. You have a family. There's greater things to focus on than something that's in the past, you know? Okay, let's look at this expression. Why live in the past? Don't live in the past. So just, you know, move on, obviously. It, 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 and you can't it, move on when you don't know what's been happening. That's exactly. moving on in like a fake reality. It's false. It's not so, true. Okay, wait, wait. okay, we all live in our own fake realities anyway, so might as well just accept it and just, you know, whatever. What, it, what the heck is a fake reality? <laughs> I don't know. What is it? it sounds kind of oxymoronic to me. It sounds like it's all part of my mastermindy plan. Yeah. <laughs> Phil needs to take his mastermindy self over to visit the doll lady and pick up one of his dolls for his false reality. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> see, okay, that, that is a perfect that example of... Gabby lying to herself and for the... I don't know. Okay. I I just want someone else. Yeah, Yeah, Jen, take it away. I think, unfortunately for you, Phil, this is an issue that is just different in men and women. Men think that it's okay to just omit the truth and just move on and it'll all work out. Women would rather you tell the truth, deal with the consequences, and not cover it up unless it comes to how much money we spent. And then we have every right to not tell the truth <laughs> because that's just how it is. Okay. okay? Well, then in, in some states, if, if if a guy's with a girl and he goes to the strip, he has every right not to tell her where the money went. Nah, it's just, yeah. No. All right, I'm stepping in. I'm stepping in. I have a couple of things to say. Number one, it's interesting to me, Sarah, that you would say that because you were the one right just now advocating for um, the crazy lying, doll to, lady. lying to yourself. So no, is, I don't it different, think... is it different lying to yourself than lying to somebody else? I But I don't feel like she's completely lying to herself. Like, giving this dog, doll, not dog, some sort of, like, life and meaning is not lying. It's a therapy. It's letting yourself, okay. like, talk. It's putting emotion in something else so you're not in this little bubble trapped in your own head. Like, it might be a little crazy, but it's something. It's something that gives her some sort of connection, some sort of comfort. And... She's, like, honestly, if Carlos confronted her or if her daughter confronted her, I think she should tell someone. Because maybe then he'd get the hint that she needs to see someone because she's talking to a doll. But a that's not happening. Lady. Yeah. Like, okay. she needs it. No, okay, my, my second thing I want to say, I get what you're saying. I do get what you're saying. second thing I want to say was, if, if we had had this conversation a year ago, I would have sat here and said, 
Oh my gosh, lies are the worst thing in the world. Anybody who lies, it's horrible. I can't, I can't deal with it. I'm, I'm a little upset that I wouldn't say that anymore, but here's my thought process. I do think in relationship, a relationship built on lies is not a relationship at all. Everybody, kn- everybody knows that. Hoffel. Yeah, but if... But if, that, it, being, that but... being said, that being said, I, and I'm not talking about anything related to this episode right now. I'm not talking about any of the lies told in this episode. I do think there is such thing as lying to somebody for a good reason. And that that good reason is all based on your own opinion, which is what the problem is. Because you don't know whether that person would agree with you. You know, like, I think that in this episode, we see Tom lies to Lynette because it meant nothing to him. So if she had never found out, and it really never meant anything to him, it doesn't matter. But the problem but came in right. because it meant something to Renee. Exactly, exactly. And if that's it, the problem. That's where it gets not. really tricky because, yes, you can. And I agree with you. It's a very tricky subject because you can lie to somebody and have good intentions, intentions behind it. Exactly. But the problem is your assumption is often incorrect. That's what I'm saying. And You're, I feel like that is selfish. That's my opinion. I think it can be. I, I don't think it's selfish. selfish. I, I think, and I, I think feeling, the exact opposite. The exact opposite because that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like he was. Telling her would mean, oh, phew, I can sleep at night. I don't have to keep this secret anymore. Not telling her means I have to hold this secret inside. I always have to be careful about this, but I know she's going to feel better. See, in my opinion. And he's assuming that, so it's wrong. But I don't think it's selfish. Yeah, and then when I look at the situation, I see it as, yeah, part of him doesn't want to hurt her. But part of him also doesn't want to deal with the consequences if she finds out what is she going to do right, to him. And, it's a fine and right. that's a selfish That's motive. him yeah. being... Right. The, I, I see that part. Like, he's being selfish. He's not letting her, like, okay. be angry at him, which I, is what she deserves to do. She and that's why it's a very angry. blurry line. Yeah. It's a very I, blurry I see, line. I see exactly what you guys are saying. So I, I just went um, to D.C. to visit one of my best guy friends. And he happens to be my ex-boyfriend's best friend. Being the complete bitch I am, we ended up hooking up. I got really drunk. We hooked up. It meant literally nothing. We just kissed. So stop getting ideas over here. Y'all, like, winking at me and stuff. So. (laughs) Anyway, though, the next morning, I, like, talking to him, and he's like, we have to tell. My ex-boyfriend's name is Dan. He's like, we have to tell Dan. And I was like, no, we don't. Like. And I'm always honest about everything. I can't. Sure, I, Roxy. No, no, I can't lie about. I can't lie about anything. Anything. I'm the I worst. I would actually. I would. I would say that she's telling me. I'm, I'm about the worst that. with that. I can't. She's got not, a big mouth. I mean, she's on this show. Whatever. Anyway, though, I was like, I don't think it's a good idea. It meant literally nothing to either of us. Right. And he's gonna be devastated. He was like, it's it's gonna come out, and I was like. If it comes out, you're right. We should tell him instead. He's like, I really do think it's going to come out. And I was like, okay. We ended up telling him. It it couldn't have been less worth it to tell him. Like, he was so sad. And I, I was, all I could say was, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But I talked to my mom and my mom was like, it's just really mean of you that you told him. Like, that was so mean of you. Mm. You were just trying to get it off your own chest. It meant nothing. And now he's devastated. 
And I looked at it like that, and I was like, all right, I get what she's saying. But it would have been more devastating if he had found out. And then, because then, my problem is, like, okay, I had a similar situation where my boyfriend lied to me about something that didn't mean anything to him. But then, because he didn't tell me, and I found out, it seemed like it meant Mm -hmm. something. And then it was like, well, why would you lie if it didn't mean anything? You know what I mean? It's like it's the cover-up that's hurtful. Exactly. It's not the it's not the lie, and it's not the actual thing that happened. It's it's what you go through to the cover trouble. it up. Yeah, that and that's how through. that's why I felt. And the so, fact that you can keep on living everyday yeah. life. Twenty, 20 years. years. Twenty. Years. That's why I felt so bad for Lynette because it's like not only her husband but her best friend, and it's like how much effort went in, you know. And that's when she said, "I feel so stupid." Yeah. You know, and it's like, God, you know, how many conversations did they have behind closed doors? How many moments were they looking each looking at each other like, shh, don't say anything? You know, and yeah. she was right there. That's the hurtful part. Yeah, definitely. And I, I always do say honesty is the best policy. I do think that. But I get what Phil's saying. I get the intention. I get it. it I mean, all right. Sharon, please swing the vote wherever it may go. You're the deciding factor win- no. now. Swing? There's already three to yeah, one. Come on. Yeah. I, I did not, no, no, no. Rob's on my I did, side. I did not but, say I was Ro- on your side. What did I say that made me yeah. seem on your side? What, do you get I a double vote because you're in the booth? I mean, what's going on? No, Rob, I just said lying is good. She never should have lied. Or she should have lied, rather. No, she said honesty is the best policy, Phil. I did not say lying. When did I say Roxy said it's good. confusing. It's Roxy confusing. said it's a difficult. You're putting sentence. words in people's mouths, Phil. Phil. <laughs> you are such a I'm trying to host a freaking show here, and you're putting oh. me down. Come on now. I feel really hurt by this. You know what? Lying is good. You, you should have never told the truth. Yeah. You shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, how can you argue for that? Yeah, I think that lying is the best policy. <laughs> lying always really gets you far in life. You know, some, I mean, some sometimes it's so fun. easy to lie. It's that, actually that's fun. That's how Phil got behind the booth, actually. Yep. With his mastermindy <laughs> lying ways. <laughs> I'm disgusted with all of you right now. I can't deal with you guys. All right, all right. Here's a legitimate question. Here's a legitimate question for all of you. What if, have you guys ever relied on your resume? Absolutely. I have. And oh, I what's got up? caught. What's up? I got sure caught. Got caught. You so bad. lie on your freaking resume. Oh, my God. It was hysterical. It is so bad. Okay, listen to this. So my parents actually own a Japanese restaurant. Where we both have on our resume. And we apparently we both work. worked at it this one summer. And I've never even been there. <laughs> the thing is, I eat there all the time. I have no idea what's on the menu. I couldn't tell you what's in a freaking dragon roll. Yeah. And this woman at this restaurant, Chin Chin. But what did you say you did there? I waitress? said that I was a waitress. Okay. I had no idea <laughs> how much time. was sold at lunch. <laughs> I said, oh, um, you know, $600. And she said, is that on a good day? I said, yeah. And she looked at me like, excuse me, your restaurant must be doing horribly. I have no idea. And then you she goes. Said hostess. <laughs> they don't have to do that. And then she goes, she goes, um, so what were your most popular roles? I made something up. I was like. You know, the sexy roll with cottage cheese and rice and seed and tuna. Because cottage cheese is really appealing on sushi. And then she proceeded to ask me what's in a dragon roll, which is like a really popular roll. Had no idea. Made stuff up. Pull it out of my butt. So embarrassing. And I just... What were you lying for? What was this for? A host, uh, not a host, uh, a server, a, a, a serving position at Chin Chin. I mean, <laughs> like I mean, I lie to get jobs all the time because they're just like stupid, whatever jobs. And I feel like, I mean, 
Okay, I well. No, I'm I sure mean, the job would love hearing you demean it in that manner. I'm sure that they would. Stupid. I'm whatever sh- jobs. Yeah, my stupid whatever jobs. That's what I call them because our I survival hate them. jobs. My survival Post jobs. Post graduation. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's horrible. Maybe it's, if we were getting paid here, this would be our only job. Yeah, get it together, Phil. <laughs> wink, St- wink. Start paying <laughs> us in in skittles and. Well, may, maybe we need, we need less of Roxy commercials and more of a Roxy to get us commercials. What? <laughs> we need sponsors, Roxy. Ooh. We need. We don't need commercials for you. We need commercials. I have an idea. We'll talk after. Ooh. <laughs> I'll meet you in the booth later. <laughs> I have an idea. We'll talk after in the booth, Phil. Jeez. Off the god, <laughs> off the god mic, though. Well, we know Sarah's getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> and more than Skittles and Twix. Excuse me, I've gotten a couple salads, too. Oh. I wish someone would toss a salad. No, that sounds so oh, <laughs> I meant toss a salad my way, but never mind. I never think it's my job mind. to say let's move on. Uh, awkward. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be done with this whole lying thing. It's bumming me out. You know, lying is bad. Your argument sucks, Phil. (laughs) What is that? That's the cut. After Buzz TV News. So this week, Eva Longoria has been hit with a multi-million dollar lawsuit from a former business partner who alleges that she agreed to an illegal scam to boost the money she invested in a failed Las Vegas restaurant venture. Investor Molly Nuckham has accused the star of pouring $1 million into her Biso eatery as part of an illicit scheme which promised her a return of $4.6 million in interest over two years. Sounds like a mastermindy plan to me. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Whatever. Let her do her thing. She is cool. I, I, think, yeah. I think she just got some bad advice. I yeah. don't think she yeah. did this on yeah. purpose. Like, she's a nice person. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. More on Eva, um, she denied reports that she has started dating Penelope Cruz's younger brother, Eduardo. Eduardo? Eduardo. Eduardo. I feel like she shouldn't be denying this. Yeah, right? I like it. I like it. Well, ABC has chosen to announce renewals for six of its established shows. We have Castle, Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, Modern Family, Cougar Town, and The Middle. However, no renewal announcements were made for Desperate Housewives. Um, Mark Sherry, the creator, recently signed another contract with ABC, guaranteeing that the Desperate Housewives would continue for another two seasons. But the contracts of the four leading ladies expires at the end of this season, so they're currently in negotiations to determine how much longer they will be staying on. Mm-hmm. The ladies are going to ask so, for Terry bucks. Hatcher, I mean, you know, it was they almost like the perfect opportunity to, like, get her off the show or whatever. But. You well, think we they, formed kidney. Do you think they can make a million dollars an episode? Yeah. Do you think I, they can? Yeah, have? I think so. If they all, if they 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 all bind the together. Thing, yep. they band together. They have yeah. to band together. They have to band together and be mastermindy and they'll accomplish anything. Well. I know that the, we talked about it last week on the gossip was that Terry Hatcher has another project going with on. Mark Cherry. With Mark Cherry, like oh, really? she has her own thing. So, hope I want it to stay. Obviously, yeah. oh, it's staying. Otherwise, we're marching down there and yelling. <laughs> I well, Mark Cherry. <laughs> I know four replacements who right. are looking oh, pretty here. desperate these days. <laughs> there we I, go. I'm a desperate, desperate housewives of the young edition. Exactly. <laughs> Phil can be Brian on screen. We have a show. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. But it's going to be called Mastermind Housewives. <laughs> we don't need to lie on no. resumes anymore. Just for Mastermind. There we <laughs> go. 
Well, Brian Austin Green admitted that he didn't expect his romance on the show to become so big. He says, the relationship on the show is becoming more and more of a real working relationship, which is dysfunctional in a lot of ways. There always seems to be that thread of, well, I'm going, no, I'm going, and then they come back together. They're at that stage now. They definitely have a really strong connection. I feel like this quote is a little all over the place. I feel like Brian Austin Green didn't really know what to say about his relationship with Bree. I'm going. No, I'm I'm going. I'm going. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Now, know, now I'm going. We have a Bye. strong connection. They're at that stage <laughs> in their relationship. It's like, I, I'm just going to keep it big so they'll keep me on the show. As long yeah, as right? What do we think that the age between the actors, the difference in the age between the two actors is? Mm. Well, Megan Fox is like 20-something. But he's older than her. I'm guessing he's like 20 No, he's in his late 30s. I think he's like early 30s. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was a lot younger. And... I, I don't know. I'd guess probably 10 years. Okay. I think so, too. Okay. Wow. Just wondering. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, this is a big spoiler alert. Oh, so oh. This, will, this might help our predictions a little bit. Um, ABC released new spoilers for the upcoming episode. Things will get pretty interesting when Bree learns shocking news about Keith's past from his ex-girlfriend and more. Uh-oh. Lynette will feel that her mother, Stella, is marrying Frank for all the wrong reasons and tries to talk her out of it. And Susan will try to befriend a man during her dialysis sessions who has given up on ever finding a kidney donor. Oh. <gasps> Sounds like a crazy episode. Uh-oh. Yeah, we can definitely talk about those in predictions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's your After TV um, buzz for Desperate Housewives News and Gossip of the week of January 10th, 2011. January 10th, 2011. How weird. I was writing a check the other day and I had to put 11 and I almost messed it up and it got really messy and it was really bad. Just a disaster. <laughs> and then the whole thing just was a mess and then I found $20. Is that Yeah, right. I did find $13 the other Lucky. day on the ground. Jealous. <laughs> you want to buy me lunch? Yeah, right. That's like my $13. A salad. And, or you can just apply for a job at Chin Chin. <laughs> there we go. But make sure you don't make sure talk you know about dragon rolls. Or make sure you know what's in a sexy roll. Yeah. Cottage cheese and tuna, apparently. Do your research. <laughs> I'll just repeat everything so you gross. said. That's yeah. So gross. So gross. I know. horrible. Why would I ever put those things together in my mind? I have no idea. I don't know. The craziest things pop in your mind. Like, oh, um, there are fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you cannot lie, Phil. Life I predict that policy. all of you will be in a big predicament where you will have to lie. And, and then you just will. continue to lie and lie and it's lie. It's like a boss when lies. leaving the island. It's like, yep. you're going to have to lie. We're going to have to lie. But it comes out kind of, you know. Just exactly like that. I, I just like solved everybody's problems. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, Goodness. moving on to predictions. All right, we, ju- we just mentioned a couple things in the spoiler alert. What was the deal that we were seeing with Lynette, uh, Lynette's mom, I guess her name's Stella, marrying Frank for all the wrong reasons? What do we, That's a whole, I think that's a new, yeah, that's a whole new storyline. I caught the word money, he has a lot of money, and Uh, I think some sort of mm -hmm. gold digger situation. Yeah. I mean, who cares? I I feel bad, I'm like, they're old, they can get married and do whatever they want. I agree. I feel like it's not like, we have to be together for... All of eternity. It's like, let's have some fun. Let's be together. Yeah. Something that we, we didn't talk about, though, when we were talking about Bree and them, I was just thinking about this, was uh, the Orson situation. And with Flowers, do we think that she's going to think Orson sent them? Do we think 
that it's just kind of getting a brush under the rug. That's what I was thinking. Too. I don't know. I don't... I'd be totally creeped out. I think she might think that. Like, I obviously don't think he sent them because I think it's just a fake from Paul Young's son. But I could see Bree thinking it. Yeah. Or Keith thinking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Keith getting all jealous and crazy again. I love their freaking relationship. Me too. When she was, like, in the manure and the mud, whatever. They oh, my had, gosh, like... that was so great. She's well, such a cool person now. Well, mm-hmm. what I like now, you expect that, that he's going to be mad about Orson, but, it, you know, as we got from the spoiler and the teaser, in fact, of the... It's uh, it's his ex coming into town yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. So the show's going to go a different approach. His ex, Very Amber. mastermindy. And, oh, let me tell you, if somebody ever, ever yelled somebody else's name while they were having sex with me, while Forget we were Forget it. It'd be done. Done. Oh, my God. It done. Is, that would be so embarrassing. Yeah. Like, has it ever happened to you guys? So offensive. No. 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 Like, I realized I was shaking she my was head like, and you can't see that. She, she was, like, <laughs> screaming. She was, like, she Yelling at him, you were screaming Amber. Amber, yeah. Oh, he was screaming the Amber Alert. <laughs> oh, oh wah, wah, wah. I would love to see somebody try to cover for that. Uh, yeah, well, Phil with his lying could easily do it. <laughs> yes. Amber Alert, right? Yeah, Amber Alert. I was watching. I, you know, the TV turned on and I just, saw an Amber was... Alert and really just concerned or... about the well-being of the <laughs> local Bree, children. I made a new nickname for you. Amber Alert. You Amber Alert. Because your well, eyes Amber, are such a beautiful shade like of Amber. <laughs> Jesus, I would freak yep, out. Yep, stick to that lying thing, Phil. It's going to get you far. Uh, it's gotten me very far. <laughs> the other thing we see, we see a couple things with uh, Gabby and Carlos. First, something about the credit card bill. Yeah. It was well, a weird preview. It's like, all right. You going to see the doll? Yeah, How that's what I was, was that thinking. Doll? That doll was probably expensive, and then she had to get it repaired. Mm. Oh, I guess that's... Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that. You think that doll is really expensive? I think so, yeah. I, I mean, think it's, it's at least 300 doll Oh, thing. really? I was thinking it's like a $50 nice doll. No, I so think it's like an... Ex- Barbies now that are like... Uh, they have like these new Barbies that are like a hundred dollars. No, I think it's like you it's remember like, like Madame Alexander dolls. Like mm-hmm. that's like the type of doll that you don't play with. It, like it stays up on the In shelf. The box. Yeah, it's like a pretty doll. Okay. I bet it was expensive. And he's like, "Who are you buying this for?" You know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then maybe she's gonna be forced to give it to um the neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. To, and not gonna be too pleased and about that. And she's gonna like sneak in to visit it. <gasps> Creepy. Uh, Stare at it through the window. Oh, my God. Creepy with the doll. And we also see one more thing with Gabby and Carlos, that they, they're being held at gunpoint in the yeah. car. Yeah. What? Did anyone Did, recognize, didn't recognize the guy? guy, right? No. Yeah. Me neither. Maybe I it thought has... it was the son, right? No? Oh, I didn't. In another disguise? I think but so. why would he take vengeance upon them? I just assumed that maybe it had something to do with, um, uh, what's their, what was their last name? The other family? Mm-hmm. Um, you know the switch up family, Grace's yeah. family, yeah, yeah, Grace's family that had something to do with them being deported, and like maybe there's some sort of problem with their family or something. So somebody came back to get Gabby and Carlos. That was my first instinct. Oh, that's an interesting. We'll one. see. We'll have to see. I didn't. I didn't really know. I was a little like, ooh, because it didn't seem connected to anything that's been going on, right? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of the preview was like what? weird. Where, where, that's like that's not. Where's that coming from? All the stuff. Where's oh, it giving my prediction. So finish it up. Well, I, I guess I can wrap it up there. I was just saying, where is all this coming from? But I guess we'll wait and find yeah. out. No, I'm going to sit and think with my mastermind mind. Me too. You know what? It's 
great way. Keep using it. I'm going to keep using it. Yes. Definitely you should like coin it or something. Yeah. For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer Corey Sheehan, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com or buzz into our Twitter account or Facebook page by searching AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later! It's always good to lie. <coughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.